All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Just a Girl from Cleveland. This is episode 72. First of all, I hope everyone had a great Christmas. Um, I can't believe it is already almost New Year's, almost 2022. It feels like this year has just flown by so fast, but at the same time, when you look at earlier this year, January, February timeframe, that feels like a completely different lifetime. Like, time frame of the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl does not feel like that happened in this calendar year, so pretty insane, but looking forward to 2022 and hoping things are better with COVID and getting more of that under control again as it's been uh, crazy and out of control once again, so hope everyone is staying healthy and, and safe and that you get to spend this time with, with some family and friends. Um, obviously got to get into another Browns loss and Santa had to deliver that to us on Christmas day, unfortunately. Um, so definitely want to get into that. Uh, but first just wanted to quickly touch on college football. Um, so obviously there's a lot happening with bowl games right now. A lot of bowl games have been canceled due to COVID outbreaks on certain teams, Um, so that's been pretty insane. I, uh, I love bowl season and love watching the bowl game. So it is, um, it's a bummer that a lot of those kids aren't going to get to participate, uh, in a really cool day for, for a lot of them. Um, so sad to see that happening. And then in terms of the Buckeyes, um, it was just announced today that, uh, a couple Ohio state players are skipping the Rose Bowl for the draft kind of expected Olave Wilson. Um, I know Haskell Garrett also was, and I believe there was one other player as well, but I cannot remember who at the moment. Uh, Not super shocked to hear that because um, those guys need to get prepared and ready and stay healthy, and uh, they're avoiding injuries is the most important thing for them at this moment in their futures and you know hoping either Olave and Wilson are super healthy and ready to be a Cleveland Brown in 2022 so still looking forward to that happening I'm just going to continue speaking that into existence until it happens um but not super shocked to see them sitting out like I said I'm still excited to watch the, watch the Rose Bowl though coming up here. It's a it's a special bowl game, so I am excited that we're in it. Even though we did not make the playoff this year, still pumped uh, to watch that go down. Okay, so now for the Browns, which is the bulk of what we need to talk about here, because um, there's there's been a lot that's come out of the result of this game against the Packers. So um, first of all. Our season isn't over, so I know I'm going to be talking about a lot of future things and um, next season type things, but uh, the Brown season is not done. We still have both the Steelers and the Bengals left, and in an incredible turn of events, if we beat both of them, and the Bengals lose to the Chiefs, and the Ravens lose to the Rams, then the Browns win the division, which is the most insane thing to read because it does not feel like we should have a chance to win the division right now. But that scenario that I just listed is completely possible. And I mean, obviously we have to take care of business ourselves, but Bengals losing to the Chiefs, very, very likely to happen. And the Ravens, who are just beat down uh, at this point in the season, uh, losing to the Rams, also a very likely thing to happen. So 
we still have the opportunity to win the division, um, which is insane. But um, I will not give up full and 100% hope, even as I go on here to talk about what went wrong in this game and some future things. I am not done with this season yet because we are not at 0% chance. Uh, We have not been eliminated from playoff contention. So who knows what will happen. I would love more than anything to beat Big Ben in his final potential final game in Pittsburgh. That would be awesome to see. Um, but I I would also like to make the playoffs. <laughs> and it, it would be cool if we could still make that happen. So like I said, TBD based on those, those criteria. Um, getting into the game though against the Packers, pretty tough to watch. Um, we did a lot of things right in that game, uh, but a lot of costly mistakes really uh, gave us the result that we had, which was a loss. Baker obviously had the four interceptions, uh, which has been the main topic of conversation coming out of this game, I think, because the Packers scored three touchdowns off of the first three interceptions. Obviously, that fourth interception kind of closed out the game, uh, but those first three turned into 21 total points for the Packers, so obviously it's really unacceptable to have that happen, and it's really hard to know where we go with the Baker conversations from here. I think this is maybe the hottest and most debated topic in the entire NFL right now is what do the Cleveland Browns do with Baker Mayfield? Um, and I understand that because it it's a hard place to be right now. Um, my gut tells me that the Browns are going to run it back for his fifth year, maybe bring in someone behind him as a competition to push him a little and then um, end up making a decision from there. I think Andrew Barry is a smart guy and he is going to look during the offseason, see what's out there in terms of an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson. I personally just don't think either of them want to come to Cleveland. Maybe they do, but I just I don't see that for either of them. Um, but I think Andrew Barry would be not doing his job correctly to not assess the situation and see what else is out there. Um, But at the end of the day, like I said, my gut is telling me that Baker is going to play out his fifth year. There won't be a trade that's going to happen before that. And um, they'll make an assessment at that point. Hopefully that's a healthier Baker so they can be uh, so they can be a better judge of what we are seeing on the field from him. It's it's hard to know what percentage of his mistakes and his performance this year are from his injury and what percentage are just Baker Mayfield throwing interceptions and making mistakes and not playing um, well enough for uh, his team to win. And, you know, I always felt with Baker that he was a quarterback we could win with. No, he's not a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or a Patrick Mahomes that elevates your team to this insane level and can overcompensate for a lot of things. Baker has never been that, but I always felt like we could win with him. He was going to be a smart quarterback. He was going to make the right decisions, um, and we were going to surround him with the right pieces that we could win a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield. Um, A lot of this season has been losing because of Baker, which is where it becomes more of a question mark. Um, And I really hate to say that because I have been 
trying to defend him for a long time and I know he wants to be in Cleveland and cares about this city and this team and he is giving it everything he has but sometimes that's just not enough and he is hindering our team at this point and like I said I'm not sure how much of it is the injury um some of it appears to be that some of it also appears to be just dumb mistakes um and him not him just not playing good football. So um, I think they'll assess it from here, assess it next year, and see what happens. Um, But other than that in the game, a couple other things that um, stood out to me or there have been conversations about. I thought MJ Stewart had a really um, decent game and stepped up to the plate. And he was in on a lot of plays. I believe he had 10 total tackles. Um, And I just, I feel like he stood out to me as someone who... um, really elevated himself and stepped up to the plate in a, a really big and important game. Uh, the other big conversation that's been coming out of this game is uh, Kevin Stefanski. So there's always a lot of questions, I think, throughout the season on coaching and decision-making, and I have reiterated many times that um, I do trust Kevin Stefanski. I think he's going to be our coach for a long time. I think there are always things that we as fans don't know that go into the decisions that are being made um, during the game that we are just not aware of and not privy to. Uh, there was some speculation that he did not give Nick Chubb the ball at the very end of the game when a lot of people kind of wanted him to because um, he might be dealing with some effects from COVID. I don't know if this is true or not. I've seen it in a couple articles at this point. Um, I think that would maybe be similar to how Miles Garrett was extremely winded last season when he had COVID. It, it really affected his ability to play at times. Um, and, you know, Nick Chubb apparently had taken himself out of the game um, at the end there because he was winded and exhausted. I mean, he still had 184 yards of offense in the game. That's a lot for someone if they're dealing with long-term effects from COVID. So I don't know for sure if that's the case. Like I said, I've read it in a couple articles, um, but maybe he or Kevin Stefanski or someone will be able to speak on that more in the future. Um, But that would make a lot of sense then for why he wasn't in there at the end of the game. Um, And I really don't understand the judgment on Kevin Stefanski in that moment anyways, because you should be able to trust your quarterback to not throw a fourth interception in the game there at the end. Um, it's it's hard to call a game if you don't think that your quarterback can even throw, you know, a 10-yard pass. That is uh, frustrating, and I don't think that should fall on Kevin Stefanski. Yes, we have a great run game that we've relied on, but you have to be able to pass the ball too. And um, I don't blame him for this loss, even though a lot of people are kind of putting it on him, saying that he should have made some different calls at the end there. Uh, We beat ourselves at the end of the day. Four turnovers is four too many. Uh, When you lose by two, that is definitely the difference in the game. Um, The other difference in the game definitely being the officiating. There were at least four atrocious calls in that game, Uh, and I hate to be that person that's continuing to harp on that, but it's extremely frustrating when those calls continue to affect games, and I don't even really know where the league goes from here on that. I don't think I'm just being a homer or a delusional fan in saying that they were bad calls. I've seen 
a lot of national media members and people outside of the Browns fandom and the Browns world talk about how bad some of those calls were and how frustrating they were, especially on some of the interceptions um, that would have completely changed the trajectory of the game. So um, still mad about it. I know you can't put it all on that because we did make some mistakes of our own, but in a close game, you wonder if one of those calls goes differently. Uh, the result could definitely be different in a 24 to 22 final score. Um, I mean, the other thing that we could have done better missed kicks. Obviously that would have been a, a difference in the game at some point too. So frustrating all around there. There's never just one thing you can never put the loss on one thing. I do think the turnovers, if you were to rank them, would be number one. But obviously, all of the other things I listed in there uh, added in some way to the eventual defeat of the Cleveland Browns on on Christmas Day. Um, So it was tough. It was sad and tough to watch. We always keep ourselves in these games. Um, The Packers are an interesting team, too, in the way that they let teams back in a lot. They've done that quite a few times this season. They get up by a decent amount, and their defense kind of lets a team back in. Um, We've seen that seen that happen a decent amount this season, so I'm interested to see how that carries on for them into the playoffs um, with the level of competition they'll be playing at that point. Um, Going into next week, we got a ton of guys back from the COVID list now with the matchup against the Steelers, so that's very exciting and important because we were still missing a lot of guys in Green Bay, which I feel like wasn't harped on enough because uh, we spoke a lot about that in the Raiders matchup. Then we're able to get a few more guys back Um, you know, obviously Baker, Case, Jarvis, there were big ones that were able to come back, but we still had a whole host of guys that were on the COVID list, um, that will now be back for the Steelers game, hopefully well-rested, can get some practice in this week actually, and, and we'll be ready to go. In general in the league though, we still have a ton of players testing positive in this new targeted testing plan that they, (coughs) excuse me this targeted testing plan um, that they came out with. I believe that was last week, even though it feels like it's been a full lifetime um, since all of that happened. Uh, But this new targeted plan um, is not causing there to be less cases caught. So we will see where it it goes from here um, because I still believe it's, it's affecting teams pretty greatly. And as I mentioned last episode, it's really going to start affecting teams as we go into these final two weeks and we go into the playoffs and what kind of players they're going to have available for some really, really important games that um, decide the fate of a lot of people. Um, And this isn't even deciding wins and losses. Like This is the future for a lot of players on um, their next contract uh, coaches on, you know, if they're going to be getting a a promotion or a, you know a new job. These are important moments for a lot of the people involved in these organizations, and um, they could be affected greatly by by COVID. Um, I mean, you even saw within the Browns, Jamie Gillen being out on COVID on the COVID list for I believe two weeks. We had a different punter step up and went with that guy in the future and got rid of Jamie Gillen. Who knows if he would have never gotten COVID, would that have happened? I have no idea. Maybe because he had some flubbed plays that he kind of deserved to maybe be uh let go. But either way, COVID is affecting things and it's affecting the the future of some of these guys. So I'm interested to see where it goes from there. 
Um, lots happening though in in the playoff picture. We've got different teams rising to the top right now. Colts are looking awesome and like one of the hottest teams in the league right now. I would say if there's a team I don't want to play right now, it would probably be the Indianapolis Colts. Um, they're just they're just on fire at this moment. And uh, it's just interesting how it all shakes out because the Patriots are kind of on a decline again, even though a couple weeks ago, everyone was really high on them saying maybe Super Bowl. I even threw that out at one point that I could see that happening. Um, And now you kind of see some gaps and holes in there. Reminder that they have a rookie quarterback once again, uh, and things have kind of switched around. The Arizona Cardinals are another team struggling greatly at this point in time, and they've had some some tough injuries and tough blows to their team, but um, they are really falling down a cliff as well. Uh, the Buccaneers have had a ton of injuries to their team. That's probably going to affect them as they go um, into the coming weeks. So it's really all about being healthy at the right time and keeping as many guys together as you can. That's kind of why the Buccaneers got pretty lucky last year because they did not have the injury and, and health issues in the playoffs. Um, and right before the playoffs that a lot of other teams did have. So a lot of it is just injury luck and guys clicking at the right time and the right pieces being there, uh, when you need them. So I, am. Regardless of what happens with the Browns, excited to see how everything shakes out. But man, it would be really nice if the Browns could just go out and win the division. I feel like that would heal a lot of the wounds we have at this point in time and make a lot of people feel better about what happened this season. I think the questions will still continue with Baker. The conversations will still happen even if we do go out and you know win these next two games and those other pieces fall into place and we win the division. I don't think that takes away from the questions that will surround Baker. I think those um, will rightfully continue. Um, and I hope he proves people wrong. I really do. I'm, I am not rooting against Baker. I don't want him to fail. Uh, it just comes to a point where you do have to be honest about the product that he has put on the field this season. And conversations are going to happen because uh, this is a competitive league and people care a lot about it and if you are not living up to expectations there are many people coming up the pipeline that are ready to fill that role and um it that's just how it goes so i'm i am rooting for him i hope he proves people wrong i hope he throws for 500 525 yards against the steelers like joe burrow just did against the ravens last week i hope that happens um so just hoping for the best. Uh, no expectations at this point because I just I can't do it to myself anymore. So it'll be a nice surprise if we win the division uh, and move forward. Uh, but no expectations. All right, so that is all I have for you guys today. Um, hoping to get some more Cavs content in next episode. I actually went to the game yesterday. Pretty much everyone is out with COVID right now in the NBA as well. It's been a mess. We played the Toronto Raptors and they had, I think, only eight guys total. And I recognized like one name. I think most of them were either 10-day contract G League type guys. Uh, We had a couple of them out there as well. uh, And it was nice to see them get some points. You know, it's a dream for a lot of them. So it is cool to see them get an opportunity. And I'm, I'm curious to see the impact of these 10-day contracts, if it actually changes, 
a kid's career. You know, maybe he does really well and teams get a look at a guy that they might not have been looking at before. So uh, it's definitely possible. Um, but I'm, I don't know, the NBA is struggling, man, to keep people healthy at this point in time and keep them on the court and not cancel any games. So um, it's been fun to watch the Cavs play, though. They absolutely dominated. They were, I believe, won by about 40 points. Um, it was a beatdown for sure. Uh, and as I said before, it's fun to watch the way everyone really spreads the ball around. Again, if you look at that box score, it's beautiful. There's usually like eight guys in double digits. It's pretty exciting to see. Um, but definitely want to get into some more Cavs content soon because uh, it's been really fun to watch. Hopefully we get some people back off the COVID list soon and can talk about um, everything happening. Oh, last thought, please go vote for three of our awesome guys for the NBA All-Star Game, Darius Garland, Jared Allen, and Evan Mobley, all up for the All-Star Game. I have been voting every day. Please do it. Uh, you could do it by tweeting. There's um, an online thing you can fill out to vote for them. Um, just go do it because it would be awesome to see them in that game in Cleveland this year. Um looking forward to hopefully I'm really thinking that at least Darius Garland and Jared Allen are going to be in it I feel like Evan Mobley might be a stretch but um we'll see what happens you never know if we get enough voting in we can make it happen but like I said that's all I have for you guys today uh please leave me a review or rating you can leave ratings now on Spotify so please do that if you listen on Spotify that is a new feature they added um as always you can leave it on Apple Podcasts share it with your family share it with friends share it with anyone um during this holiday season and I hope you um all enjoy some downtime here with the holidays and have a very happy new year I will catch you guys on the next one go Browns